morning, everyone. Good morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Good to see you in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Um, it's a privilege to be among you again. Amen. Praise God. And to feel what we feel in this place. Amen. Just, I walked in again this morning. I felt the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Got here early. and Praise God. Amen. I uh, went with the pastor yesterday. <laughs> To Lake Andy's uh, Chanku Techa Center, and uh, we had a Bible study there. God's presence was there. There were five hungry souls on fire for God over there. <laughs> well, I say four, and there was a newcomer there, and Hallelujah. His name was Thad, and I don't know where he came from, but he's uh, but he was there. And he he heard some awesome teaching. Pastor, hallelujah. <laughs> you can feel the Lord there. And it was just beautiful. And I was telling, uh, what's your name, Zena? I said, man, it's been decades since I've been in that place. But I remember drywalling it. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I looked around and I said, oh my goodness. But God was there. Hallelujah. Thank you. Lord. He's here this morning. Let's just lift up our hands. Hallelujah. Let's feel after the Lord. Una masadono been enjoying the teaching that the man of God has been sharing. 
I'm telling you, it stirs my spirit to listen to the teaching. <laughs> and I'm sitting there in Mission, South Dakota, in my room listening, and I, and I want to inject something, you know, and it just gets exciting to hear the principles and the things that are going forth. Exodus 25, when you're there, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. And it's been quoted before, and he said, For a long time Israel had been without the law and without a teaching priest. Hallelujah. And so that's some of the ministry that you have here. And it's so important that you, amen, that you have that. Because if you don't have that, you can be deceived and led astray. And, and then you're, you know, what, what people fall to is they don't have that depth of commitment and faith. And so, as the parable said, their roots are not very deep. Yep. Right. Right. And the enemy can come in and steal that word right from them. Right. Amen. Hallelujah. And there you go out the door. Amen. Losing your salvation. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. So we need the word of God. Amen. Amen. Exodus Amen. chapter 25. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Exodus 25. Everybody there? Yes. Hallelujah. It says this. Verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel that they bring me an offering. Every man that giveth it willingly with his heart, he shall take my offering. And he talks about the offering. And verse 8, And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. According to all I showed thee after the pattern of the tabernacle, the pattern of all the instruments thereof, even so ye shall. So he showed him the tabernacle, and he showed them the instruments. Hallelujah. And they shall make me an ark of sheeting wood, properly pronounced, or acacia wood. Two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof, and a cubit and a half the height thereof. Thou shalt overlay it with pure gold within and without. Shalt thou overlay it in. Shalt make upon it a crown of gold round about. Thou shalt cast four rings of gold for it. Somebody say four rings. Four rings. Hallelujah. We're going to talk about the rings a little bit. Thou shalt cast four, ring, four rings of gold for it and put them in the four corners thereof. And two rings shall be in the one side of it and two rings on the other side of it. And thou shalt make staves of shittim wood, shittim wood, acacia wood, overlay them with gold. And thou shalt put the staves into the rings by the sides of the ark that the ark may be born with them. The staves shall be in the rings of the ark. They shall not be taken from it. Hallelujah. Praise God. And thou shalt put into the ark of testimony which I shall give thee. So you know that everything in the Old Testament is a type and a shadow. Okay. And so uh, it's a type and a shadow. Or let, let me put it this way. Another word that you can use for a type and a shadow is this, a mystery. A mystery. And there's so much in that right there that we just read. Hallelujah. Amen. The staves, Amen. the ark. Now, if we think about it, the staves were made of the same wood and over as the ark was and overlaid with the same type of gold. Mm -hmm. Wood, humanity. Right. Gold, deity. Right. All right? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. And so the staves were made not just for the ark, but for the Amen, the brazen altar. Yeah. Yeah. They were also made for the table of showbread. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
They were also made for the golden altar of incense. Yes. Hallelujah. And so there's four instruments or four articles of furniture that had the staves. So two plus two plus two plus two. There was eight staves. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the only difference of the, the, the brazen altar, uh, uh, the staves were made of the brass, which yeah. depicted humanity again. Hallelujah. The human spirit versus ours. So we want to consider those things and we'll get to them in a little while. But the staves were part of the mystery of God. Hallelujah. We talk about the ark. All Everybody knows that the ark stands for Jesus. Yeah. The presence of God. But we never talk about the staves or we never talk about the rings of gold. But you know what? Those little rings yeah. and there was four of them on the ark. Boom, 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 boom. Hallelujah. Four on the other one, two on, uh, you know, how they situate them on the corners. Okay. So they had those rings. And so the rings were made of the same thing. And you know what? They were also ordained of God. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. They were ordained of God. And like I said, the ark had four of them. One, two, three, four. And the rings were just as simply put a symbol. Of a principle. And you know what that principle points to? The principle points to perpetuity. A ring. No beginning, no end. It was ordained of God. Hallelujah. And there was four of them. Somebody say four. Praise God. The number four in Hebrew gematria is a door. You want to walk through this door. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because it has to do with the presence of God. Right. It has to do with the stays. And there are a type of you and me. We are the priesthood. We bear the ark. We experience it. God ordained that you would walk up and touch it. You had a place. You would take it and he would help you because the ark was heavier than what people think. It wasn't just a little box. It was overlaid with gold. It was so heavy that God had to supernaturally give you the ability to lift that. If he didn't, you would struggle to lift. It was so heavy with gold. That's why you read in the story when the ark went to the house of Obed-Edom and you know they put it on the cart. Why? It was so heavy. They didn't follow the plan of God. But when they figured it out and they did things right, the Bible said, and God helped the Levites. In other words, they were able to pick it up. It was so heavy. And they began to walk. Hallelujah with it. The stave enabled them to come close to God. The staves enabled them to feel the burden of the Lord. Hallelujah. Anybody know what I'm talking about when I say the burden of the Lord? Hallelujah. The ministry knows what I'm talking about. But I'm telling you what, if you're a parent, if you're a sister, a brother, and you feel concerned for somebody, and they're going astray, and you hurt for them, praise God. That's kind of a burden you have for them. A concern, praise God. Hallelujah. And so the stage depicts that part, a relationship. A a mutual relationship between you and God. Right. Wow. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
The staves represent that burden. Praise God. Mm -hmm. That God had chosen before the foundation of the world that you carry and that you know, hallelujah. And if anybody's going to bring God to the world, it's going to be you because of that stay. Praise God. Hallelujah. It brings you close. It allows you to get close to God. And you know what? You begin to, not only that, you begin to learn how to walk with your, there was four of them. Four of them. You begin to learn how to walk together. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. You begin to learn how to walk together. Praise God. Now let's look at the, let's look at some words here. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're going to look at, uh, you know, if you want to turn, you can go there. Uh, Joshua 419, but they encamped at Gilgal. Gilgal in the Hebrew means a cycle or wheels. What does that depict? A circle. Again, perpetuity. No beginning. No ending. God ordained. You know, it points to eternal life. And it's goal, so that talks about the Holy Ghost. Amen. I want to tell you something. You need the Holy Ghost if you want a relationship with God. There's no if and buts about it. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you won't have a proper relationship. We need the Holy Ghost. Gilgal, a cycle. Hebrews uh, Strong's Concordance, 15, number 37. 1537, okay? And it goes to a reference to the, the one before it, and it says, to roll down, to roll away, to commit, to turn over, to commit, to trust. It is a figure of rolling care or responsibility, responsibility onto the Lord. So you see, there you go. That little ring that the staves were in, Hallelujah. It was ordained. It, it depicts relationship. It depicts God had that in mind. That's what he had in mind. He wants a relationship with you, with me. Hallelujah. In every aspect of our living, praise God. Amen. Everywhere they went, where they camped, every heartache, every trial, every temptation, he walked right with them. How many is happy for the Lord walking with you, praise God? Through sickness, through good days, through bad days, through nighttime, through daytime, amen, through cold, through summer, heat, amen, God working with us, praise, walking with us. That's a relationship. Hallelujah. Somebody say relationship. You know, relationship requires Look up your teenagers. You learn how to communicate. Yeah. Amen. I'm not talking on your phone. I'm talking with your parents, with your pastor. Amen. Hallelujah. With your church member. <laughs> you learn how to properly, and the most important of all, with God, get a prayer life. Communicate. Yes. You know what the scripture says about communication? Evil communication corrupts good manners. Right. It matters to whom you're communicating. Yes. And with what are you communicating? Right. Amen. And how you're communicating. Right. Amen. But you're going to communicate with somebody. Yes. 
Let me tell you something. The devil knows how to communicate. Some of you are listening to the devil. He's whispering. And that's why you're so oppressed. That's why you're so depressed. You got to say no to the devil. You got to get the word of God. And believe in your heart and start speaking right things. And turn a deaf ear to the devil. He's a liar. Praise God. God ordained those four rings on the ark, Jesus. So, for the door. You have a door to our relationship with the Savior that knows your burden. He shares it. He feels every step you take. Can I say that? Hallelujah. Praise God. It's important. Hallelujah. So let's go to another word. Let's go to. Everybody's familiar with this. And uh, I lost my scripture on this one. Galilee. He was called the, the man from Galilee. Somebody say Galilee. Galilee. It points back to Gilgal. Yeah. Galilea. A ring. A circle. Ooh, praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> so what we saw in type in the Old Testament, all of a sudden it takes on a personification. Right. And you may not understand the type and the shadow in the Old Testament, but you sure can understand what a man looks like. Right. Yep. Amen. You can sure can understand the simplicity of a of a humble carpenter. Right. Walking among us, speaking our language, feeling your hurt, your burden. He ordained. Hallelujah. And they call him the son of David. I'm not just saying that because my name is David. (laughs) But I thank God because I was named after him. He wasn't named after me. Right. Hallelujah. So in the Hebrew, you say, David. We say English, David. David. Yeshua HaMashiach. Ben David. Jesus the Christ, the Messiah, son of David. Ben David. And when you spell David, the four, Dalit, the number four, Dalit, Vav, Number six, Dalit. Dalit, Vav, Dalit. So what you're saying is when we say Ben Dovid, is the reason why I call him Dovid. It means beloved. Right? The beloved one. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. You're saying there's a door. Mm-hmm. Number six, the number of man, but it's a, it's a tent peg, it's a nail. And it means to be established. And then another door. You know what you're saying? This nail, this man, this number six, this special one, is bridging heaven, the door to heaven, and humanity. He's bringing you together. Wow. He's establishing what? Relationship. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Let's lift our hands and praise just a little while. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He wants a relationship. Amen. Yes. He wants a relationship with you. Right. Amen. With everyone. So precious. So caring. He understands. Even when you don't even understand yourself. Because there have been times when I just have to say, Lord, I don't understand. I'm sorry I don't understand. I'm just this uneducated Indian boy from the plains of South Dakota. You're gonna have to make it plain for me. And you know what the Holy Ghost comes and all of a sudden. Oh wow. Amen. Ooh, hallelujah. Amen. Jesus. Hallelujah. My, my, my. So I came from a, a bad experience. And some of you know my story. And I'm sharing the gospel inside the prison system. With judges and lawyers and policemen and state troopers and former combat soldiers, and a lot of druggies, a lot of pimps, a lot of murderers. But they would always say this, where did you go to seminary at? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I didn't go to seminary. No way, you didn't go to seminary. You had to go somewhere. I said, no, just the Lord. Amen. You just get a relationship Amen. with him. Amen. You get a prayer line. That's yep. all you mean. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Praise Amen. God. So there's these two staves. There's something about the number two. And in Hebrew, and the pictorial, it just shows like a square little thing, like a maze. It just goes like this. So there's an entrance and you come in and that's, it. that's all it is. It's pictorial. What's it stand for? Family. Family. That's a house. There's a door, there's an entrance. You come in to the inner sanctum. Pictorial. Family. And that's the Bereshit. We say, we say a bait or the letter B. That's how we start the word son, bed. But the number two is not only the number of, fa uh, uh, means depicts in pictorial family, but it means son, sonship. Sonship. Uh-huh. We have Aleph, depicts the father. It's a skull of a bull, pictorially. But then we have baby talks about sonship and family. Praise God. Welcome to the family. Right. The house. Right. It's not the building. It's the people. That's the right understanding. I'm so glad I'm part of that. Praise God. It's a real amen experience. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So there's something about the number two, two staves. And I heard the pastor teaching uh, in, uh, I believe it's Levit Leviticus 20, no, Leviticus 16 about the, the qualification of the priesthood and all this stuff and the sacrifices in there. And he started talking about the number 10 and I got so excited. And, and you know, so when we think about it, uh, Jesus said this, 
a lawyer came to him in Matthew 22, around verse 40. And he says, man, he says, what's the greatest commandment? Yeah. Greatest commandment is these. Love the Lord your God. We all know it. Yes. With all your heart, soul, mind. Yes. Yes. The second is namely this, love your neighbor yourself. On yes. these two commandments, everybody say two. 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 Hang all the law and the prophets. Mm -hmm. So, if you think about it, Moses gave ten commandments as a type representing the rest. Right. Ten, law, represents law. But the Lord named two out of there. Everybody say two. And I say ten. Two tenths. Two tenths. So in the Old Testament, it says, on the first day of the waving of the sheep of the first fruit, you're going to bring this without leaven. A meat offering, when they say meat, it's either bread or flesh, the Hebrew. You're going to have a meat offering, so it's going to be a bread offering. Without leaven, on the day of the waving of the sheep of the first fruit, that was that eighth day after, or yeah, after he died, he was resurrected. That sheaf of the first fruit, that's Jesus. Why? No leaven. Yep. You're going to make it with two-tenth deal of fine flour, no leaven. Right? You're going to make it of that. Hallelujah. Let's go to Leviticus 23 and I'll read it there so some of you are curious about what I'm talking about. We'll go there. Leviticus 23. When you're there, say amen. Amen. Verse 9. The Lord spake unto Moses, say, Speak unto the children of Israel. Say unto them, When you become into the land which I give unto you, you shall reap the harvest thereof. Then you shall bring the sheep of the first fruits of your harvest unto the priest. He shall wave the sheep before the Lord to be accepted for you. On the morrow after the Sabbath, the priest shall wave it. You shall offer that day when you shall have wave the sheaf in the and and he lamb without blemish of the first year for a burnt offering unto the Lord. And the meat offering thereof shall be two tenth deals of fine flour mingled with oil, an offering made by fire unto the Lord for a sweet savor. And the drink offering thereof shall be of wine, the fourth part of it, him. Hallelujah. And he said, He shall neither you shall eat neither bread nor porch corn or green ears until the self same day that you brought you the offering unto your God. It shall be a statue forever throughout your generations in all your dwellings. So two tent deal. And this is the wave of the sheep of the first fruit. Two tent deal. He's representing you and me. Our relationship not only to God. Hero Israel, the Lord, you're going to love him with all your heart. Then you're going to love your neighbor as yourself. So Jesus is our perfect example. And he's this sheep. He's two-tenth deal. You're going to make it. See, meat offering. So then he says, okay, let's go on. Let's read in that same chapter, verse 15. And he shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath, from the day that you brought the sheep of the wave offering. Seventh Sabbath shall you shall be complete. Even unto the morrow after the seventh Sabbath shall you number 50 days. You shall offer a new meat offering unto the Lord. Okay. A new meat offering, bread. You shall bring out of your habitations two wave loaves of two tenth deals. They shall be of fine flour. They shall be baked with leaven. Oh, wait a minute. That's that's the Jew, the Gentile. Two loaves. 
Paul talked about Ephesians chapter 2. He made of the twain one new man. Amen. So back in peace, he broke down the middle wall. But he, he lifts up and he, he waves them. Hallelujah. But they're made of two tenth deals. Praise God. There's something about that too. Why? The Holy Ghost, we, we got the DNA of our Savior. Praise Amen. God. Amen. There's no way you can fail if you just focus your mind and heart on God. Peter talked about it. You do these things, you shall yeah. never yeah. fall. Yes. Amen. <laughs> so let me let me tell you. The only way the devil can defeat you, and I know what I'm talking about, is if you take off your Holy Ghost. Right. Amen. Uh -huh. There's no way he can defeat you. You have to literally listen to his suggestion. Take off your here, here, devil. Beat the heck out of me. I'm taking off the power. <laughs> oh, how stupid that means. Here, devil, I'm taking off victory. Here, devil, I'm taking off joy. How irrational is that? But the flesh is irrational. But God, give us the Holy Ghost. Be clothed. Yep. Put on the garments of yep. salvation. There's your joy. Amen. There's Amen. your victory. Amen. Yep. It's relationship. Amen. You like to be in church. And, you know, uh, in the past when we went to church, oh, my goodness, it wasn't like what it is now. Yep. I mean, we literally sat there. More we, our heart was far from God. Yes. Couldn't wait to get out them doors, yes. praise God. What are we doing here anyway? <laughs> what is all this mean? But then we got the Holy Ghost, praise yes. God. Amen. Can't wait to get to church. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Can't wait to pray. Amen. Come on, God answer your prayer. God answer your prayer. God calling your name. God giving yes. you dreams, yes. you visions. Yes. Some of us just want to. No, why do we do that? Don't do that. Right. Come on. That's right. Amen. Two tenth deals. Yeah. Vertical. I'm gonna get get to the part of the stage now. I haven't got the stage yet. First relationship, hero Israel. Love the Lord your God. Mm -hmm. yep. Psalm 14 said this. The Lord looked down from heaven mm -hmm. among the children of men to see if there was any that did understand, that did seek God. He was looking down to see if anybody was looking up. Right. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's right. Had a revelation, understanding. Amen. Right. Why? That's the first commandment. You love the Lord your God. Yeah. It's first. Don't get it out of priority. You can't love vertically properly until you first learn how to love. You can't love horizontally until you first love vertically. When he was making the garments and pastor was teaching on the garments, he said, make garment, holy garments for Aaron and his sons. What's the very next word? That they can minister unto me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. God was saying, 
I'm giving you the Holy Ghost so we can have a relationship. Right. You can actually know me. Right. Anybody want to know God? Yeah. Right. Want to minister unto yeah. God? Let me tell you something. Don't let the devil belittle your worship. You're ministering unto your God. Yeah. When you get in the prayer closet, you are ministering unto your God. When the devil wants to belittle, don't let the devil belittle you. My God. Amen. You can't defeat a people that knows how to pray and has a relationship with God. You can't defeat them. The devil don't want that. They don't, he don't want teenagers that know how to pray the Holy Ghost. He don't want that generation to know the power of God. But I'm telling you something. God said they can minister unto me. Young men, your calling, make it sure. Yes. You know how you Amen. do that? Amen. Right. You pray. Yes. You get in there and you get desperate. Yes. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. I got to throw this testimony in. I'll get to the stage, I promise you. I was being oppressed by an unclean spirit. A foster daughter brought ungodly tapes, rap music, vile crap to our house. For a few months, we didn't know. We started having bad dreams, vile dreams. And I said to my wife, I said, man, I'm having these terrible dreams. And I just get up. I'm so bad. She said, me too. Let's pray. And we prayed for a couple weeks. And the Lord said, search her backpack. So I called home. I said, search her backpack. She reaches in there and finds that cassette tape, rap music. She plays it. She says, oh, my goodness. She was only 16. So she reasoned with her to repent from that, to get it out. Did you know spirits can ride that stuff into your house? Yes. Yeah. 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 Did you know that they can ride those uh, uh, terror books yeah. into your house? Mm -hmm. Like it. Things like you bring that literature, they write them in, and guess what? We're bringing it in yeah. through DVDs. Uh, yeah. And those spirits are riding into yeah. your house. You're bringing them in. Hallelujah. And that man of God and that man of God were there, and I was with them when they cast five demons out of an eight year old boy that played with a Ouija board. Yeah. And the Holy Ghost revealed to us that that whole family had literature and music records that depict the demonic. And we were walking back. Mm -hmm. And so I brought that up. And the pastor said, that's the witness I'm waiting for. Let's go back. So we went back in there. Not only was there books. And you know how many? Great big garbage bags full. The mother said, get it out! So they start pulling it off the shelves. They, they fill like four big bags of trash. Books like that. The family just, we're just getting into that. Be careful, young people, what you let into your yeah. you, you think it don't matter? Oh, yes, it does. The devil is real, and he's after your soul. Yes. 
He wants to depress, oppress that's you. Right. Amen. That's right. But oh, I want a relationship. Amen. Amen. God has a stayed, praise that's God, a place Amen. that is chosen for me. He said, hey, I want to walk with you. Amen. Amen. Come on, young people. Amen. Praise Amen. God. You can be victorious. You don't have to be depressed. You don't have to be a loner. Praise God. You don't have to be, amen, uh, uh, set apart and amen, uh, without help and without hope. Praise God. God wants you to have all types of hope and joy and peace. And, amen. He wants you to enjoy life to the fullest. Come on, young people. Young men, come on. Get a prayer line. That relationship, that perpetuity, that eternal life. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me get in my notes here. I've got to. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, the word staves. It actually looks like in English bad, B-A-D, but it's Bob. And in some translations, Bob, because the, uh, or rather, Vod, because the, the B becomes a V. In some translations, I'm saying some dialects of Hebrew. But anyway, it says Bob. The B, which is the family, in pictorial. And the D, which is the door. Ain't that cool? Mm -hmm. Your whole family right. can walk into a relationship. Step into it. Go through the door. He said, I'm the door. He's calling out to the whole family. The whole family. Praise God. He says, it says, Bob, properly separation. By implication, a part of the body. A branch of a tree, that's where the stave comes from. So a branch is part of the body. See? So, but in the churches. So it says, a bar for carrying, and figuratively translates into a chief of a city. So there's a lot of meanings to it. As an adverb, apart only, besides, alone, apart, besides, a bar, a branch, by self, strength, staff. Hallelujah. Praise God. And the root means to divide. Again, separation. Be solitary alone. Why? He brings you to a place that's all your own. Yeah. It's a relationship with him. Praise God. The stave. So, the stave, there's a revelation there. I was talking about commandments vertical. What do you do with these two staves? Well, it's just staves when you carry the ark, but if you take it out, you can make a cross on it. You see, they were hiding a mystery. Our relationship is based upon the cross. It's based upon the cross. The cross, he said, you got to take up your cross. <laughs> you cannot be my disciple if you don't yes. do that. Right. Right. Amen. Follow me. Well, that's what they did. Right. 
They lifted up the ark and wherever that spirit yep. led them. But they couldn't do it without the staves. Right. Mm -hmm. You've got to have an experience Amen. at the cross. Yes. Amen. Amen. God is going to lead you. Somebody say, God is going to lead me. God is going to lead me. God is going to lead you. You can trust him. You can trust him. Even in your mistakes. I'm testimony of that. Amen. Your mistakes aren't mistakes to God. They don't, they don't catch him off, off guard. Right. He knows tomorrow already. He's there in tomorrow. He's there in eternity. Your mistakes, they they, they can't surprise God. He knows all about you. He knows your last breath. Hallelujah. And just because, let me say this, just because you're younger than some of us, that don't mean you're going to outlive us. Right. Right. Because I put it in the ground. In baby caskets. So get a hold of this while God is reaching. That's right. Please, I'm saying that in love. Yes. Make the best decision you can ever make. Yes. Reach out and take a hold of the statement. And let it bring you into a real relationship with God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And the reason why people don't get their prayers answered, they don't want to experience the responsibility of the yeah. cross. They want to do their own thing instead right. of coming under the, right. the leadership Ooh. of a divine friend. Amen. Yeah. Right. Amen. <laughs> Ooh, praise God. Ain't God beautiful? Let's lift yes. up. Yes. Yes. Thank you. A few more minutes. Hallelujah. Thank you. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost moving. God wants to bless somebody. Hallelujah. If you hear what I'm saying, God's going to turn yes. some things around. Woo. Hallelujah. God's going to do some wonderful things. And you're going to feel the weight being taken away. Hallelujah. Reach out to God. Come on, reach out to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's, let's stand in the gap. Let's stand in the gap for somebody. You know somebody at home. Hallelujah. Don't stop praying for their healing. Don't stop praying for their salvation. Don't give up on them. Hallelujah. Don't give up on them. Hallelujah. And don't disbelieve God. God is going to come through. I'm going to tell you that. God is going to come through. He's going to heal. He's going to deliver. He's going to make it better because you're walking faithful. He rewards diligence. He rewards faithfulness. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Let me show you. I have a few minutes left. And the word for rings. You're going to make four rings on these articles of furniture. Here. 
altar of incense, your prayer line. Not only supplication. How many knows what supplication means? In case you don't, it means you're asking for things. Yeah. It's all right to ask God for things. Amen. Amen. You know how silly I got when I was away? Lord, laying there Saturday night, 1 o'clock weekend. It's October. I said, Lord, it's been a long time since I had a great big chunk of pumpkin pie. I was just laying there. I prayed for two, three nights at night and hours at night. I'm laying there. I couldn't go to sleep, so I'm just reveling in God's presence. I said, Lord, it's been, I don't know how long since I had a big old thick slice of pumpkin pie. This is in federal prison now. We can't go downtown to the department store or to the deli. And I said, Lord, I just can't wait that I can go home and have some pumpkin pie. The moment I thought that, a man walks in in the shadow says, Brother Marshall, get up. Are you awake? I said, I'm awake. I said, turn the light on. So he turned the light on. He had a bowl. He pulls a cover off. He has six or seven humongous chunks of pumpkin pie. He said, the Lord laid it on my heart. I said, where did you get that? He said, don't ask. I said, I won't. He said, just take it. I'm laying in bed. Over my face, I'm just laughing. Amen. I said, Lord, I don't know how you did that, but I know it yes. was you. Amen. <laughs> wow. Amen. Hallelujah. All because of relationship. Amen. Relationship. Amen. Young people, young people, relationship. Thank you, man. God will put that smile. Amen. You know where He puts it first on your heart. Yeah. And you can't hide it. Because <laughs> when it's in your heart, it'll. <laughs> a month later, I'm laying there. I need a pair of shoes, $100 to buy a pair of shoes, basketball shoes, right? And and so I'm saying the same thing. I'm laying there Saturday night and praying. I said, Lord, if I, if I don't pay my tithe, I can get them shoes. Right. And I said, but Lord, you've been so good to me. That don't belong to me. That's yours. I'm going to just pay my tithe and trust you to get me some shoes. Right. I said, you know, and they don't sell the kind, I, the kind I like. They don't sell here. I says, but they were back there at Marin. They were Adidas. They were white, had a good soul. I said, you know, Lord, the ones I had for four years, that's the kind I like. But they don't sell them here. In walked a brother. Brother Marshall, 1 o'clock Saturday night. Get up, brother. I'm going to turn your light. He turns it on. He has the very pair of shoes I just described, and they were like new. He said, I was cleaning my room out, and the Lord spoke to me and said, See those shoes? Take them to Brother Marshall right now. Amen. I want to bless the man of God. He didn't know that I was talking to the Lord about that relationship. Oh my goodness. I said, Are you sure? He said, Yes, I want to bless the, the man of God and obey the Lord. <laughs> Don't tell me God doesn't answer prayer. Yes. Hallelujah. He knows the very thought. And, and let me tell you something. He's going to answer your prayer. Yeah. If you be faithful, if you come to church, be faithful. I'm almost running out of time. Praise God. Rings. The word used for the staves, rings. Just to show you how important those little things are. It's the same Hebrew word. Tabaat. Tabaat. Or if you pronounce it the other dialect, Tabaat. 
Taba'at. Okay? It means signet rings. You hear what I said? Signet rings. You know what a signet ring is? When the king would send something, he would. It's official. So it's not just some little, oh, that ring don't mean, no, 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 no. That authority through relationship. Guess what? He puts it on your shoulder. Hallelujah. Come on, believe in the Lord your God. Listen to your prayers. He does, he does. He's carrying that burden for you. With you, praise God. He's He's working in you. How many's working? God's working in their heart right now. Praise God. Amen. Say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And you know what? That cross, he wants to. He wants you to put some things there. Leave them at the cross. That unforgiveness. That bitterness. Amen. That rebellion. Honor your father, your mother. They may not even be good people, but you still honor them. Amen. And watch God Amen. give you a blessing. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Signet ring. Praise God. That means authority. Yeah. Them little rings on that little Amen. thing. Or that stayed. Praise God. And finally. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's go to uh, 2 Corinthians 5. 7 through 9. Not second Chronicles, second Chronicles, my, my bad. Second Chronicles five, seven through nine. When you're there, say amen. Amen. Second Chronicles five, seven through nine. Hallelujah. And the priests brought in the Ark of the Covenant unto of the Lord unto his place. Let me read that again. And the priest brought in the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord unto his place, to the oracle of the house, into the most holy place, even under the wings of the cherubims. cherubims. For the cherubims spread forth their wings over the place of the Ark, and the cherubims covered the Ark, and the staves thereof above. Notice how it mentions the states. Mm -hmm. They were part. They were part ordained by God to be there, to play a part relationship. It's what he always wanted. He still wants you something. And they drew out the staves of the ark that the ends of the staves were seen from the ark before the oracle, but they were not seen without and there is, it is unto this day. And the first night again. And they drew out the staves of the ark. That the ends of the staves were seen from the ark before the oracle. But they were not seen without. Now put your mental picture on this. When I read that I got all twisted up up here. And uh, so when I read that. I, what, what did you mean by that? They drew the staves out. So. This is the ark. The staves ran this way. The cherubim wing, one was down like this, the 
was up and they crossed in the middle. So it looked like a chair. High and back, low and back. Mistakes. So when they set it in the holy place, the dimensions there, the veil was there a few feet back. They pulled the staves out and it bumped the veil which stood for his flesh. So you could see from the outside that the staves were bumping against the veil. You could see them clearly that they had been pulled out. But you couldn't see them clearly on the outside, only that they touched the veil. All of that prophesying. All of that prophesying. Because when you see them, what are the wounds in your hands? I can see the bark in your flesh, the veil. I can see. What are these wounds? The ones I was wounded with in the house of my friends. The ones that brought me healing. Salvation. He still bears the mark. He still. They're seen to this day. Hallelujah. That relationship is going to be there forever. Let's worship the Lord Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. I don't want Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Some of you would just open your heart. You're going to experience something like you've never felt before. And you will find that desire and that love and that peace that you, you've always wanted. You didn't even know you needed it. Praise God. That's how powerful it is. God is so, so good. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn it back over to the pastor. Pastor, thank you for the opportunity. A little bit late here, praise God. Thank you very much, brothers. We'll go ahead and take a break and uh